Welcome to the Straight to the Point podcast, where your hosts, Dr. Paul Lawrence and Dr. Tyler Piron, will take a condensed look into some of the pressing, commonly asked questions from within our veteran community. Join Paul and Tyler as they get straight to the point to bring clarity and a better understanding to intriguing topics. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Paul Lawrence and Dr. Tyler Piron. Welcome back to Coming Home Well, straight to the point. We have Dr. Paul Lawrence, former Undersecretary for Benefits at the Veterans Affairs. He's going to walk us through some of the neat things that are going on with the VA. But this time, we're going to talk about something that nobody really wants to think about, but it's really important. Death benefits. Like, what happens when you die and your family is trying to settle your state, get you buried, all those things. But we're going to talk about death benefits. And I haven't really thought about it. I mean, I probably should. Uh, Everybody's always saying you should have a will, you should have all these things. And we don't, nobody likes to think about it, but there's some things you can do to make it easier for your families. And that's what Dr. Lawrence is going to talk with us about today. Welcome to the show, Dr. Lawrence. Hey, it's great to be back with you. And just to kind of manage expectations, we're going to talk about sort of the getting buried part, right? There's a whole host of benefits around survivors, and we've talked about these before, but let's talk about the burial process of, you know, the things that the VA can help veterans with. Absolutely. I mean, that's something we don't even think about. It's, it's, I had to deal with it with family members and all of a sudden you're like this whole bureaucracy, even though I I do this, it was a big challenge for me to deal with uh, when we were burying my grandfather. And I was like, oh, how the heck does that work? Right. So, well, you found- so how does it work? Well, you found out. So let's kind of talk, let's kind of go high at level before we jump into the details, right? If you think about the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, right, the National VA, it's divided into three administrations. So we often talk about VHA, the Veterans Health Administration, the doctors and the hospitals. You and I have spent a long time over the last couple of years talking about the Veterans Benefits Administration, VBA, the benefits, the my GI Bill and all the different things. Less well known, but equally important is what's called the National Cemetery Administration, right? So it's the cemetery administration. Now, what's interesting is the undersecretaries, as you introduced me, I was the undersecretary for benefits. There's the undersecretary for health, but the undersecretary at the National Cemetery Administration is the undersecretary for memorial affairs, reflecting the sense of honoring this last part of the journey for veterans, okay? So it is smaller, but it is you know very, very important, okay? It's a manpower, I think probably like 2,500 employees, whereas the Veterans Health Administration has like 350,000. So it gives you order of magnitude. But what's really important is they maintain and run, I think it's like 130 national cemeteries, okay? And these are some of the best run things in the country. Just to kind of give you a perspective, I'm sure you and your audience is familiar with the ASCI scores, right? The American something, customer, customer American Service Customer Institute or something like that. Um, they go around and measure things. How good are things? And on a one to 100 scale, you're, oh, the automobile industry is a 62. Like the JD Power rankings. And- it, it's like that, only it's uh, ACSI. Uh, somebody can look this up and do it. But the point of it is, the National Cemetery Administration comes in at 97%. When they survey the customers, they are overwhelmingly happy. And believe it or not, it is the highest score net, net, net across all industries, across all organizations. So this is a really well-run organization that deals with the last part of the veteran journey, okay? 
that means they must be doing something awesome. If if any part of the VA is getting scores like that, yeah. never mind any other part of the government, but especially the VA, because, uh, you know, there's always somebody going to be complaining about something, even when it goes well. Right. If they're getting 97%, they must be taking care of families quite well. Yeah. And that's probably the big headline. So as you think about this thing, you know, this last part of the journey, you're going to bury a loved one, honor and bury, like, what are your options? Well, you can have, let's say him in this example, him or her buried at a national, v, a national cemetery run by VA. Now there are relationships with state cemeteries. Let's not get into that. It gets a little more complicated, but let's think about the VA cemeteries. What they try to do is have a cemetery within 75 miles of your home for 95% of the veterans, okay? So that is generally true, though you can imagine places out west where it's not by virtue of whatever, okay? But it's generally designed to be within 75 miles of your home so that you can sort of get there and do whatever, okay? And so basically you have sort of two options. You can be buried in a VA-run cemetery, okay? And that will be no cost to the veteran. Now, to be eligible, of course, everything is an eligibility determination thing. Okay. But basically for a veteran, you just don't want to get a dishonorable discharge. Okay. You can go through and look at all the things and we'll talk about, are you eligible? But family members can be eligible. And there's a whole bunch of different circumstances like, but the, for the veteran, not a, dis, not a dishonorable discharge. Okay. So that's, that's really pretty the big straightforward. One. Pretty straightforward, but you can look at all the details and kind of do it. It's not designed to be hard. It's just whatever. So what does it mean? At no cost, they'll give you a plot, right? A grave site. They'll do what's called open and close it, right? Bear with me. Sort of dig it out, put you in, cover you up, right? You get the headstone, a flag, and the presidential memorial certificate, right? And they'll help you with all of this, right? And then in perpetuity, it will be maintained. So forever and ever and ever, these cemeteries are maintained. And again, if you ever have a chance to go to one, I, I went to a few before, they're incredibly well-maintained, okay? And even when, you know, VA would struggle when there were floods, right? Places were evacuated. Boy, you know, uh, burials and thing, interments were taking place as soon as possible because people knew these were really important. Even visitation was arranged as quickly as possible. So they're very, very well-run things, okay? Now, a little bit of nuance here. We are not talking about Arlington National Cemetery. That is not run by the VA. That's actually run by the Department of the Army, okay? So people want to go to Arlington National Cemetery. That's really not a VA thing, okay? It's just different. It's just but it's a different process, but yeah, it's just we'll set that aside is. for now. Yeah, but the national, but the VA cemeteries are, you know, you, people are probably familiar with them nearby. Okay. The other thing, too, is that VA doesn't do ceremonies. So you say, hey, I want a ceremony. That's arranged by DOD. Okay. So there is an interface. Now, it isn't as hard as it sounds because most funeral directors are very familiar with all these processes. Okay. So they know, hey, you want to go to a VA cemetery? They know how to contact the VA cemetery. They know how to do this. They know how to arrange for all of that, okay? So there's a lot of things that they'll do for you. So it's not completely, you know, you're not completely on your own. Now, the one thing I wanted to have for you, let me see if I can find it real quick, is VA has a phone number. It's called the National Scheduling um, Office. 
that handles all of this and people answer questions. So I want to be sure and give this number for you and your listeners. It's 800-535-1117, okay? So if people have questions, this, this, this part of the organization answers questions all day long in addition to scheduling. How do I do this? How do I do something? How do I do whatever? It's pretty straightforward. Um, there's two, there is a caveat. You cannot make a reservation. Okay. So that's like the one big thing that people sort of ask, oh, well, can I, and no, you really can't. Okay. But so it's not the, like a commercial place where you buy a lot and whenever it happens, you have that particular space. That's like a, if that's you exactly go out right. the local cemetery. But there is one thing people can do now. And this is something I would encourage all your listeners, viewers to do, right? Which is you can do what's called a pre-need eligibility determination. And what that means is right now you can go to va.gov and simply Google pre-need eligibility determination. You can enter the relevant information, your DD-214, your situation, kind of whatever, and they will come back and tell you whether you are eligible to be buried in a VA cemetery. And this is tremendously important because I know you and I have talked about what happens when someone passes. It's a difficult period. The loved ones are experiencing a loss and the like. And this is another process. If you can do this pre-need eligibility determination, you don't have to deal with at that moment, okay? And a lot of people, based on their religious preference, based on their desires, will you know have a loss and say, this person has to be buried quickly or within certain time periods or whatever. And that just really taxes the system. To do. So you can do a lot by doing this pre-need eligibility determination. So maybe in the link or something, you can point this out. In fact, it's something I'd encourage you to do, Tyler, just to sort of see how it is. And you can report on that. That's really, really helpful. So then when the time comes, you're able to deal with that. So this is just like when you go to apply for a VA mortgage, go get that certificate of eligibility before you even start, before you need it, the pre-need part. So they you have the paperwork, it's already in place. So when you do call the 800 number for the uh, scheduling, you've right. already got those things in place. So let's talk about what they do cover. So, we, you know, the uh, burial part, but obviously there's a funeral director and all that. That is not part of that. That's a whole separate thing that you have to arrange. It's a private company or whomever. Right. The the But that burial plot and the gravestone, that's not including the casket or the viewing. And that's all separate, right? That's all separate. That's right. Now, if now if you decide to go a different route, okay, you decide not to go to the VA and you end up paying for this all yourself, you can apply for a burial benefit. So this is actually administered by the Veterans Benefits Administration, okay? You could say, "Hey, I incurred these expenses, okay, and I'm eligible for some a burial benefit." Okay? Now, the challenge here is it's um, the amount of money is directed by law and it is generally well below what an average burial costs. Okay. So I will tell you from my entire time in office, this was something everyone sort of, you know, petitioned for to raise the amount and they knew inflation, just costs and whatever, you know, were, it was well below the average sort of funeral costs and the whole thing. So if you do go that route, you know, you, there is some, there is some support but it will probably come up short. So, you know, you just need to, like, like so much of end of life planning, need to take all this into consideration. 
Now, I know this isn't things people want to listen to or talk about, but it's really important to take care of it, especially as veterans start to get older and you're dealing with your family. You want to make sure that they're taken care of. And this is just another way to make sure that they're taken care of if you're not there, if you're the veteran, that you've taken care of these easy things while you're still here, getting that pre-need certificate, figuring out what your wishes are and communicating them. That's another whole show. But that's part of this process and making sure that you understand what options are out there. Like the VA cemeteries, they're all over the place. There's 130 of them. They can come visit and you can be buried and be honored for the rest of your life or the rest of time as they take care of it. Uh, so these are all really important things. Is there anything that we're missing? Anything that we should talk about the burial benefits? No, but I guess I'd even take a step back, though, and say, you know, this is something veterans have earned by virtue of their military service, okay? So it's it does seem kind of like an administrative thing, but it actually is something that, you know, non-veterans don't get to experience, right? That this is a special place, right? We have hospitals, we have the GI Bill and the special benefits. This is a special end-of-life thing. And so it's really sort of, you know, admission into a special club, right, if you will, that, and then and, and forever it will be, you know, taken care of and the like. So it's just something special that, you know, think hard about it. And like you say, plan for these sort of things. It should be something that is celebrating the career of a veteran and, and whatever. So to the extent that you can plan in advance, you know, you can look and see where all the cemeteries are. Again, you can't make a reservation, but you could imagine which ones you'd like to be in. So when the time comes and the like, you know, they're cool places to go see. Now, I will tell you something very special about it, okay? Um, from time to time, there are folks who pass who um, they know who are veterans, but they have nobody to claim them, okay? Those are brought to VA cemeteries, and every once in a while, sometimes once a month, there are ceremonies where folks are buried, even though there's not a family and not that infrastructure, okay? They gener this generally gets out, and I, the cemeteries sort of announce it in such a way. They often have large crowds of veterans and family members simply come because they know what this really is, right? Is a veteran kind of you know going through the last part of the process. So even if you sort of said, "Hey, I'm you know don't know whatever," you might want to look at the nearby cemetery and talk about, "Hey, what happens when you have these ceremonies periodically for veterans who are don't have a family and don't whatever?" I mean. It's kind of moving to think about, I didn't see one, but I know I learned a lot about this, to think, you know, lots of people show up. They have no relationship with, but they're there because they know how special it is. And that's something to think about too, when you think about your end of life choices. So say it's a benefit, you know, virtually no cost. You're right. There are some other costs, but you know, they're virtually no cost. Care, special, special thing, the flag, the headstone, the presidential memorial certificate. I mean, you know, it's 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 it's, it's a, a great deal. Thing. I mean, if you've ever shopped or, or known somebody who's shopped and, and bought burial plots, they are not cheap and they are very expensive because they're counting decades of maintenance and all these other things into the cost. Free is always better. So go check it out. We'll put up the link and we'll put up the phone number. Go spend just five, 10 minutes getting that pre-need eligibility and sort of figuring out what you want to do and make sure you communicate it with your family members. Thank you for joining us on Straight to the Point and try to keep it straight to the point. So we're going to close now, but thank you so much for joining us on Coming Home Well. 
Thanks for joining us on Straight to the Point with Dr. Paul Lawrence and Dr. Tyler Piron. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. Want to keep up with Dr. Lawrence? Connect with him on LinkedIn. You can also follow us on Instagram at ComingHomeWell underscore BTS or on Twitter at ComingHomeWell. Thanks again. And until all are home and all are well, this is Coming Home Well. Coming Home Well.